You're listening to Ignite Your Light with Zara Black. I just wanted to talk today about just being in line with your value system. I think that a lot of the time we can become intimidated by what other people say to us. You know, our family's outlook, our friend's outlook, you know, what the media says, what people are saying around us, you know, work people, whatever. And we get really influenced um, based on what other people think. And I was just thinking about it and I was just thinking, like, seriously, if something just isn't in line with your, you know, your ideals, like what you want in life, then you know, we just shouldn't be entertaining it, just full stop, like, I think we've just got to have that confidence to just, you know, nip it in the bud right away and be like, you know what, this actually isn't in line, and I know a lot of us, (laughs) a lot of the time can just ignore that, we can just ignore it and be like, no, you know, we'll just try and make a square fit into a circle, (laughs) you know, that kind of thing, you just want to force it, you know, by force, you want to make this thing happen for you, that might be a job that you're going after, and you're like, just trying to make it happen, like, you know, this place is too far, you know, it's going to cost you too much money to get there, you know, it doesn't pay enough, or it doesn't give you the benefits that you want, or whatever, or, you know, what have you, like, something just isn't, working out for you now that's not to say that you know when challenges come along in your life that you shouldn't you know try and overcome them and just go with anything that's easy no that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is sometimes we know we know that it's not in line with what we actually want or we're just trying to make a circle fit into a square or the other way around however it may be so we should really just try and develop that confidence that mm, this may not be the right decision right now. Or even in dating, you know, this person mm, might not be the right person for me. But, you know, you just try and ride it out. Oh, because they have a nice smile. or Oh, because they're good looking. Or because, uh, you know, he he's tall or he's, you know this or that or she's this or she's that or whatever and you know like "Mm, this is not really the one or this is not exactly what I'm looking for but you'll try to make a circle fit into a square and make it happen for yourself um, until you end up in a ditch so (laughs) it's always best to try and nip it in the bud um, with a lot of situations that we may come across um And just get that, you know, that real relationship with your intuition. Like, I was, I was like buzzing yesterday. Like, I was just buzzing. Like, I was just in such a happy mood yesterday. I didn't know what was going on with me. But I was just so happy. And I was just like thinking, like, the last couple of weeks, I have literally stuck to my guns with everything, like everything that I'm doing, I've stuck to my guns with it and everything just seems to be going right. That's because I'm listening. 
I'm just being present. I'm not trying to make a circle fit into a square and, you know, just focus on the same specific outcome that I want. I'm being, you know, I'm relaxed. I'm relaxed about it. I'm listening to my intuition, what it says. And even even just about people, even just about people in general, like people that I should be interacting with and stuff like that. I've just managed to get a real good listening ear with my intuition. Like if it says, okay, stay away from this person, I stay away from them, you know, or, you know, go with that person or whatever. You know, I'm trying to do that a lot more, like even with situations that I'm meant to get into work that I'm supposed to be doing, things like that, like prioritizing what I'm meant to be doing and, you know, stop almost operating out of fear because I think that's just what it is just operating out of fear you know when you like in a relationship for example or you meet someone for example and um you know as I said before you know they might be good looking or this that and the other and you just want it to happen or they you know they got a great personality or whatever and you're just like, yeah, this, you know, this has to work, you know, by force, this has to work, you know, and you're literally just trying to fit a square into a circle and trying to force it, force it, you know, even though um, it may not be what you want, you know, mentally stimulating or even, you know, in some cases not even, you know, physically attractive or, you know, whatever, like, Whoever you're looking for, it's not exactly that, but you'll try and ride it out. And it's just like, just not being scared to just say, you know what, this isn't for me. And just nip it in the bud. Like, I don't care if it's the the, the, the right weight I wanted or the right, you know, shape I wanted or whatever. You know, the right look I wanted. I'm going to just, you know, this isn't for me and I'm going to just walk away from it. You know, I'm going to operate out of fear. Oh, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be alone because I think that's why a lot of us kind of stay in situations that we're not supposed to be in, you know, relationships that we're not supposed to be in as well. And it's all just fear based, you know, I don't want to be alone. Oh, how long is it going to take me to find somebody else? You know, that kind of thing. Um, oh, but we've we've laid a good foundation and you know, we've invested all of this in into relationship or whatever and like you, you, you know stuff isn't working out. Like you know. You know, you all are fighting every single week, you know. There's a new complaint every Friday, every Tuesday, you know. And you know it's just not working out. But it's almost that where do we go from here kind of situation that I think people are really fearful of. Even with um you know, business deals and uh, work situations as well. You can, I think a lot of people, again, can operate out of fear, you know. Okay, if I don't go with these people, you know, who knows what other deals I'm going to get. Like, something doesn't sit right with you. Your intuition is probably going off like, nah, relax with this company or relax with these people don't you know don't push too hard with them or don't get into bed with them and you still want to do it anyway because you're fearful that maybe 
you're not going to get the same thing. I think a lot of of work is is fear based because at the end of the day, from time you wake up in the morning, you are scared. You're scared from the moment you rise out of your bed. I'm scared to be late. Why are you scared to be late? Because you're scared that if you're late a number of times, they're going to get rid of you and then you're not going to get your money and then you're not going to be able to pay your rent or what have you, your bills, what have you. And, you know, your life is going to be a shambles, you know. So from time you wake up, you're 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 in a state of fear already. And then you move on to like, I don't know, being in the in the in the office or whatever. And, you know, then you start policing your movements, like the way you're going on, your attitude around the place, you know, your attitude towards the colleagues and the manager and all of that, the rest of that stuff. You know, you start policing your attitude. Then it go, OK, lunch break again and don't take too long. Make sure you get back there on time because they're policing you, of course. You don't want to lose your job. You know, it's all like fear based. And this is not to say you should just go to work and do what you like and stop misbehaving. <laughs> but what I'm saying is a lot of things that we do in life is just fear based. And if something doesn't sit right with you, even even a job, you know, since we're talking about a job right now, like some of us are so depressed and unhappy at our workplaces and we're like, oh, I just can't stand it here, like, a deep, like, obviously, everyone's preference would be to just lay in bed and just relax, right, (laughs) but, you know, we have to work, and I don't mean it like some people who just, oh, you know, can't bother to go to work because you're tired, you know, that kind of thing, but you actually kind of like your job, you know, like some of us like actually loathe the place like loathe like every second like we're there like it's like when are we coming out of here this is this is just death right (laughs) yeah you know that kind of thing it's that that I'm talking about you know like you know that you're not meant to be in this situation or this job but you're staying there out of fear because it's security security at the end of the day like I think a lot of people want to start businesses and have like such great ideas and all it takes is just that extra time to put in and just execute it make it happen like but a lot of the maybe work situations are hanging up you know clouding your mind so you're not able to really think about you know your business ideas or whatever and Obviously, when you are starting a business or even operating in a business, the the finances are not, you know, set every month, especially not in the beginning anyway, because you can't really say, you know, this is the certain amount, the minimum I'm going to be getting. Like, it can fluctuate. It can go up, it can go down, whatever, whatever. But more time, it's like you don't really know how much you're going to get. And it's really scary to go from, like, a comfortable pay packet to just not really knowing what you're gonna get or even just paying out so much in you know stock or overheads or what have you investments you know paying leases or whatever um, your business requires 
like just setting up a website, doing your business cards, whatever you're doing, you know. But um yeah, I think a lot of um the kind of fear based in oh, I don't want to lose my job and you know, I'd rather stay with some sense of security that I know what I'm doing, I know what I'm getting kind of thing and just being <laughs> you know, just going it alone and just, you know, jumping off that cliff and not really knowing, you know, where you're going to land. It is more comfortable to just be in a, be in a work situation because in a way they're looking after you. They're looking after you. They're structuring your day. They're seeing what time you should come in, what time you should go home, what time you should have a lunch break, what time you should have a tea break or whatever, you know, they, they're structuring your day, they're looking after you, they're making sure that you get your little money every month on time, you know, they're looking after you, they're providing that structure for your life, you know, but when you're doing your own thing, you have to provide your own structure for your own life, you know, deciding, you know, what, what time you need to be in the office or, you know, uh, what time you need to get up and do this or that, or you have to structure your day. You have to know what task you're doing at, at what time, and it's a lot more difficult because there is nobody looking after you. You literally are just looking after yourself. But you'll, you'll, you kind of know that you're doing the right thing. I mean, it can be very frustrating definitely very frustrating <laughs> managing your own day like it is frustrating like I've literally like rocked back and forth with this like oh my goodness I can't cope with this I cannot manage my own day I just need somebody to manage it for me like I just you know what I I I, I want to go back into in, into work because this is just too much, like, you know, I, I just need that sense of security, I need to know how much I'm getting every month, I need to, you know, be told when to come in, and when to go home, and, you know, I, I want, I want that back, I want that back in some ways, but then in other ways, I'm like, no, I don't need them telling me what to do, mm -mm. I don't need them telling me, because I've always, I think I've always been a bit of a rebel, I have, you know, and I don't, I don't, I don't, you know what, I don't even feel no way about saying that, like, I always have been a bit of a rebel, and it's not even, I think it just comes naturally, to be honest, it's not that I even try to be rebellious, like, I think it just, I don't know, that, that rebellion side of me just comes up every now and then, you know, trying to control that, but, um, no, I'm actually not, to be fair, um, <laughs> If you're a rebel, just accept it, you know. So I've always been a rebel, I think, um, in the workplace. I think in every aspect of my life, to be fair. <laughs> I'm a bit of a rebel, to be fair. And uh, I think this has always kind of caused me to uh, to be fired, yeah. Um, yeah, I have been fired a few times, to be fair. 
One of which was actually putting two right feet in a shoe box. Yes, this is when I worked for a, a shoe company and uh, yeah, I actually got fired for putting two right feet in a box. That's what he fired me for. I'll never forget that. Uh, what else have I been fired for? Oh my goodness, I remember I actually fell asleep in an interview once. Like, this is why, like, you should never, ever go out clubbing uh, before your interview the next day. Don't, just don't do it. It's just not a good idea. But you see, sometimes these experiences, they make you wiser. You know, not sometimes you've got to learn the hard way. You know, you've just got to learn the hard way. Something needs to happen for you, to you. So you know not to behave like that again in the future, you know. So I think I went out the night before and then I thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to go into this interview. The funny thing was, I don't even think that the interview was in the morning. So I really can't remember why I was so tired, to be fair, because uh, I don't know, maybe I got in about, I don't know, seven o'clock in the morning or something like that. And then... I know I slept. I just remember that the interview was like kind of in the afternoon kind of thing. I know it wasn't in the morning. And uh, yeah, I I think they put on a presentation and the room was nice and warm. And they put on this presentation. They switched off the lights. Like, yeah, that was me. Like I, when they switched off the lights, I was like, yeah, I'm out. So I fell asleep inside this presentation and then... I think I woke up, and when I woke up, yeah, you know, people started looking at me from, like, you know, different points, you know, they were just looking at me kind of thing, and I was thinking, oh, God, did everybody see me sleeping? Oh, my God, you know, was I snoring? Well, I don't really know, <laughs> kind of thing, and then, you know, people were just randomly looking at me, so I was kind of like, okay, hmm. So anyway, it was like the end of the interview now and then everyone's like, you know, packing up their bags and leaving. Um, and then I think the the conductor, the the person that was, you know, hosting the the interview or whatever, <laughs> I think she or he, I can't remember what it was. It was like, um, I don't know why I'm calling them at it, but yeah. <laughs> Um, they were like, um, hey, what's your name? I was like, hey, yeah, my name is Zara. And they were like, okay, yeah, we don't want you to come back. I was like, oh, why? I can't remember if I asked why or do you like, girl, you know why. You know why. I don't know why I ended up sitting up in the front. Like, seriously, normally I like to sit in the back in these kind of things. But I don't know why I decided to... Because if I was in the back, nobody would have seen me because everybody else is in front of me, you know. You would have had to be turning around to have seen that I'm sleeping. But I sat right at the front. Can you imagine? I don't know if my mouth was open. I don't know if I was dribbling. I don't even know if I was snoring. Or maybe they were just all laughing at me. Like, I don't know what was going on. All I know is that I conked out. And yeah, the woman was like, yeah, we don't want you to come back. That kind of thing. You know, you slept through the whole presentation. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, damn it. Like, Zara, you've blown it again. You've blown it. 
you know, fell asleep for that. So, you know, I think, uh, I mean, that's not exactly a rebellious move. It was just stupid, to be honest. I really shouldn't have gone out the day before. That is just the bottom line. So I think I never did that again. Like, I never did that. I do not ever schedule an interview, you know, one day after going out. Come on now. Um, so that was that. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other times that I've been fired. Okay, there was another time I was fired from a job that I actually liked, to be fair. I mean, it was very strenuous, but I, I, I really liked the job. But I got fired from that as well. And that actually wasn't my fault. That wasn't actually me being rebellious. I was actually my best behavior at that job because, I don't know, they were kind of strict. I, yeah, they were kind of strict. Um, so, yeah, I kind of, yeah, I kind of behaved myself at that job. But obviously it didn't pay off for me anyway. Because, uh, I don't know, I think the universe just never really wanted me to to work for people. So, at this particular... I This wasn't my fault because I was sick. I was really sick at this point. I had anemia at that point in my life, um, which is an iron deficiency. So it makes you, like, really, really weak and really, really tired. Um, I was having heart palpitations. Um, I was just really, really ill um, at the time. Um, and I had, I think, like a prolonged period. Like, it was just, I was just not well. But I was like, oh my God, no, I'm going to ride it out. I'm going to show them that I'm strong. I'm going to show them that uh, I could do the job. I'm diligent. I'm, you know, whatever, whatever. And yeah, it just didn't pay off, you know. And it just goes back to like, I think we've all heard this quote, like, you know, if you if you die, they'll have you replaced by Monday. Like, you know, they'll have you replaced by Monday. So don't kill yourself. Like, if you're sick, you're sick. Like, genuinely sick. Then just don't kill yourself in the name of, you know, keeping the job. Because realistically, they really shouldn't have been firing me because I was sick. And I actually made the effort to try and, you know be there on time and like I was killing myself back then serious I was actually killing myself back then because I knew I was not in a position to be going to work them times but it got to the point where I I knew I couldn't I couldn't even walk to the station like comfortably I had to start leaving my house half an hour earlier so I could walk to the station, like, literally. I would walk like a turtle to the station, like... I think normally it's, like, a two-minute walk from my from my house. And it took me, like, literally half an hour to get down to the station because I could not walk, like... I felt, like, so dizzy, like, every step that I took, it was just, like, making my head spin, like, I just should not have been going to work them times, but I tried my hardest, you know, to keep the job, but, nah, it didn't really work out, so don't kill yourself. 
but yeah back to my primary point of um just making good decisions in your life i just think that you should just try and quiet the voices around you you know social media <laughs> the actual media friends family what people think you should be doing and even what you think you should be doing as well you know you need to think you know where am i getting these ideas from you know why do i want to do this realistically why do i really be honest with yourself why do i actually want to do this what within me is 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 fighting to to do this particular thing you know go towards this particular venture so sometimes you have to even quiet your external voice telling you to do things because sometimes you need to listen to the internal voice that internal guidance within you that's telling you whether something is right for you or wrong for you um that kind of decision making process just you know, listen to yourself more and trust yourself more that you're operating authentically for yourself. You know, your inner guidance is guiding you and that's always got your best interest. So it will never sway you into a place that you're not meant to be. You know, if you have been swayed into a place that you were not meant to be, you are probably listening to your external guidance that your head that it always influences you and can be influenced by other people the media social media you know that kind of thing it can be influenced so you may think oh yeah um you know i made that decision but you know you need to think you know what were you operating out of when you made that decision was it that external external voice or brain that can be influenced by other people or is it your internal guidance and I don't think your internal guidance will ever make a mistake and you know lead you into a ditch you know <laughs> if you've been led into a ditch I don't think you were listening to your um internal guidance so I just wanted to encourage you all to just follow that um and let's start living these authentic lives for ourselves like just making the right decisions just doing the right things hanging out with the right people you know getting into the right relationships like just don't be afraid don't don't operate out of fear you know with your life you know a lot of us are just getting into situations that are not favorable and won't last very long because we're not listening to that internal guidance that tells us mm, something is not right with this oh but i'm gonna ride it out and like force a square to fit into a circle like you don't have to do that there's always another opportunity always i was talking to my friend actually about online dating actually and uh, i think she was like I don't know, you know, we're just talking about online dating. And I said to her, like, no matter how many times you swipe left, like, I don't like this person, I don't like this person, 
I don't like this person. I don't like this person. I don't like this person. You just keep going. Like in the, I don't like you, you know, swipe left, swipe left, swipe left. And no matter what, there's always one behind them. You know, there's always another one behind them. There will always be another opportunity behind the one that you think you're losing. You know, there's always going to be that other opportunity. So don't be afraid. Um, if you think that something is, you know, slipping out of your fingers, just follow your internal guidance um, in order to make the right decisions. And there's this new thing I've been adopted because I... I have been quite an indecisive person in the past and uh, the new thing that I have been adopting is when making a decision, just think to yourself, which one would make me feel better? You know, with everything, with absolutely everything, which one would make me feel better? Do I want to have a shower? Which one would make me feel better? Okay, I would feel better if I had a shower because I'll feel fresh, I'll feel relaxed, I'll feel whatever, you know. Uh, with the food, you know, which one would make me feel better? Mm, I know pizza makes me a bit bloated. Mm, I'll just have some fish and vegetables, you know. Yeah, because that's normally my my go-to meal. With everything, like which one would make me feel better? I want to leave this relationship I'm in. Which choice would make me feel better? Mm, yeah, I think I'll dump him. <laughs> you know, that kind of like, do you just use it with everything? Like, going for a job interview, you know, and maybe you've got two job offers, which one should you go for? You know, should you stay in your workplace? Which one would make you feel better? Ultimately, if you uh, suffer from indecisiveness like me, like that will help you a ton to make the right decisions. Which one would make you feel better? Which one would make you feel better? Which one would make you feel better? And uh, hopefully you'll start making uh, the better choice. So you've been listening to Ignite Your Light with Sarah Black. You can follow me on Twitter at Zara underscore Black, Instagram at Zara Black, Facebook and YouTube at Zara Black. Thanks for listening.